Hello, it's Omid. Welcome back to another episode of the AirPod. Uh, before we get into the main show, just as we finished uh, recording uh, here in the studio at the ABC Bureau in London, uh, we had breaking news from Buckingham Palace about the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, an announcement came saying that Prince Philip uh, travelled himself from Norfolk this morning to the King Edward VII Hospital here in London uh, for observation and treatment in relation to a pre existing condition. The trip, I'm told by palace sources, was uh, planned long in advance. He's expected to stay in the hospital for two to three days under the observation of uh, medical professionals there. I'm told that there is no cause for alarm. Of course, the Queen has just herself arrived at Sandringham ahead of Christmas. She'll actually stay there while Prince Philip's here in London receiving treatment and observation. And Hopefully he's expected to join the rest of the family for the Christmas break. Obviously this story will continue over the days ahead. The palace aren't revealing anything more than that, uh, but they are stressing that this has been a sort of pre-planned visit and that there is no cause for alarm at the moment. Hello, ho, ho. <laughs> it's the uh, AirPod Christmas special. I'm not alone. I'm with Maggie Rooley. You're so jolly today. I yeah, love you know, this. I just felt like, I felt like I need to get into the spirit. Today's actually yeah, the first day cheer. I've woken up and I'm sort of in the mood. I had like brownies for breakfast. <laughs> you're, you're really embracing Santa Claus. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> I do say this time of year, it's my first Christmas in London. My first Christmas um, covering the Royals and their Christmas shenanigans. And it, it does make you jolly. They do so much Christmas cheer here. It's insane. Compared to the States, you guys do Christmas on a whole other level. Well, yeah. I mean, I think for you guys, you have Halloween, then you have Thanksgiving, yeah. and there's Christmas. It's all broken up. We pretty much, from the day Halloween finishes, <laughs> that's when we start counting down to Christmas. It's true. And as royal correspondents, I feel like we're like children waiting for our yeah. presents. We're like, what are the royals doing on Christmas Day? And we're constantly asking the palaces what is going to happen on Christmas Charlotte Day. Like Santa Claus yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they asking for for Christmas? What's on their Christmas Exactly. There's so much. Well, we will be talking about what the royal children will be up to on Christmas Day and around the festive season and when we look into how the royals are celebrating at Sandringham this Christmas. Yay. Everyone will be there, bar Harry and Meghan, who are still on their own little break um, away from the UK. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say it in the, in the, 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 the most... Uh, secure way possible <laughs> without giving because I think I made some reference to it a few weeks ago and uh, the next day there was like seven headlines about where Harry and Meghan are staying and I was like I didn't say anything did. you're just like <laughs> reading in between the lines so. so for everyone listening he's saying nothing don't read between <laughs> these lines we're just trying to have a jolly episode here exactly I do think we'll hear from them over the festive season yeah, on I social media a photo or something. yeah you know there hasn't been a Christmas cup we're recording this on Friday uh, as the same day that we come out uh, there hasn't been a Christmas card released yet mm. uh, the Cambridges had a Christmas card that was they leaked did. Uh, I don't yeah. think they're planning to release it what do you think of yet. the card? super cute so yeah. Matt Porteous who has of course worked with the couple before and worked with the Sussexes uh, he took uh, the a number of photos with mm. the couple and the family the Cambridges throughout the year and this particular image 
of William and the kids uh, with one with one of William's bikes because yeah. <laughs> we don't often talk about it, but he has his own bike collection. Mm. You know, he's a keen rider, and so's uh, so's Harry too. They used to actually ride around London together really? back in the old days. Yeah, wow. sometimes at like three in the morning <laughs> when the streets are like completely clear. Sounds fun. Uh, it was a really cute photo. It was very cute. Yeah. And uh, I think the Palace are going to be releasing something mm-hmm. uh, over the days ahead. Uh, a similar kind of vibe. Um, I actually had a peek of it already. So we, we <gasps> had a Palace briefing. So we've kind of been given a little bit of a, a look at what's ahead over the And few, was it just as cute as we should expect it to be? Very cute. Yes. Okay, good. Very cute. <laughs> um, it's hard not to make a cute Christmas card with those little kids. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, a clear winner. It's not like my Christmas cards I try to put out and I'm like I have 17 photos of me doing weird things from the year <laughs> do you put out your own card oh of course every year I'll, I'm gonna send you one don't worry <laughs> yeah my husband and I just, it's like various photos of just us because we don't have any kids yeah so just us throughout the year (laughs) this will be a lot cuter if there were kids involved in it well it's been a big year for you you've moved to london your life has changed you sort of well in the royal bubble now and you're justifying my christmas card whatever i can't compete with will and kate's card it's okay their kids are really cute you win okay william and Catherine, if you're listening you win uh, but yes, I you know I think there's always this kind of excitement about how the royals spend their time at Sandringham for Christmas. It'll be a little different this year because usually we focus m- very much on like will the Fab Four be walking together mm-hmm. and which children will be there. I think the big question that everyone has at the moment is will we see Prince Andrew on the day? We talk about a turn of events. Would you have ever guessed even last year that the big question at Christmas this year would be about? Prince Andrew, not no, about I mean, the Fab Four, not about one Harry of the Lincoln. least talked about <laughs> yeah. sort of quote unquote senior members mm-hmm. of the royal family uh, has dominated the headlines for the past few months for a story that's actually long existed. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't new information; uh, it just was given new life. And of course, we saw him uh, almost stripped of his duties uh, last month. And that will continue for the foreseeable future. I don't think there'll be any change there. Uh, but we will still see him alongside his family members at private events. And I've checked in with Buckingham Palace to see whether we will see Prince Andrew on the day of Christmas at Sandringham. Uh, at the moment, th- there is no official comment. However, the guidance is that uh, Andrew will be alongside all of his family members. And sources say that he'll probably come rather than walk with everyone from the big house to the church. He'll actually join the Queen in her car um, because, wow. of course, she no longer walks anymore. Mm-hmm. She's of an age. It's a long walk. And the Queen has shown some level of support for her son despite the difficulties that he's faced over the last few months there were those photos of the pair riding together um Not the day after, after yeah. it was announced that he would no longer be a sort of working active member of the royal family you know it's interesting i think with those photos a lot of people were saying well that has to be planned everything with the royal family is planned so having this outing on horseback you knew you're going to be photographed it was a very much a show of support from a mother to her son so if andrew rides in the car with the queen on christmas morning mm. is that also something you think would be planned as this show of support for her son absolutely i think I had this conversation with someone the other day, actually. You know, with the Queen, everything she does, Mm. there's thought behind it. 
whether it's the brooch, the colour she's wearing, the hat, the umbrella, that everything, it's not just what she says, it's all in the mannerisms, the, the imagery, and the optics are something that are constantly discussed behind the scenes at uh, in, the, in the household offices. And for Andrew, if he is by her side on Christmas Day, that will very much be purposeful. That's mm. a mother potentially saying despite everything he is still my son and I'm not going to turn my back on him and we have to remember that these are allegations that he denies and he's not been found guilty of anything you know will the story go away who knows I think this will follow us into 2020. Hmm. You you make a good point I think that it's definitely going to stay a story there are too many reports out there and uh, but the point that the the queen everything she does is so deliberate mm. and thought out is is so significant even uh, with her outfit choices like you like you said i mean what's she going to wear Christmas Day? This is kind of changing topic and yeah. changing gears here. But, uh, you know, her um, official wardrobe stylist, I know, came out uh, speaking about how they choose the queen's outfit and never going to wear a color that she's worn even in the past few years. Yeah. Uh, so it's always so interesting when you see these big public displays of the royal family and you look at it from afar, but to think about the details and the amount of months of planning that have gone into, like you said, the brooch that she's wearing or Absolutely. the order that people walk in. I mean, these are significant details that they deal with. It's funny you ask about clothes because uh, the first worry I think anyone <laughs> has when they're attending Sandringham for Christmas is just what how much wear? to pack because <laughs> there are so many wardrobe choices. Oh my God, that's such a good point. Didn't even think of that. For me, uh, it's like, am I going to bring my cozy slippers and my cozy socks to my family Christmas? And what are you even going to pack? I mean, l- listen, let me run you through it. So yeah, let's hear it. On uh, around lunchtime on Christmas Eve, that's when members of the royal family start arriving and there's a hierarchy. So if you are lower in the rankings, you will arrive before the more oh, senior members of the royal family. Okay. And each family member is met by butlers upon arrival that will take them to their rooms. Mm-hmm. All their luggage is taken away. They don't unpack, of course. Uh, those butlers and uh, maids will help unpack everything. Huh. I remember actually someone who will remain nameless, but visited uh, the Queen at Balmoral one summer mm-hmm. and uh, was so worried about what to pack in the case because they knew that it would be... <laughs> Unpacked. It would be unpacked oh, by someone else. So, you, of course, you're bringing brand new pajamas, brand <gasps> new everything, <because laughs> brand new undergarments, because it's all going to be that. exposed to someone else. But everything better be clean, is all I'm saying. Absolutely. Not your time to pack your dirty undergarments. So, there are several dress changes every day. So, we, let's think about it. You've got an outfit that you're arriving in, mm-hmm. uh, and Number then one. you have an outfit for the evening. Uh, of course, there's a gift exchange gift. that oh. takes place, uh, which uh, the, the royal family of German descent. Uh, so they do it the German way, which is to exchange gifts the night before Christmas, not mm. on Christmas morning. Although I'd imagine that the rules are bent slightly for the children because <laughs> it's more fun what for the children Santa? to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then, of course, you have then the following morning casual clothes for breakfast. Right, breakfast three. Then. Uh, you will wear your church coats uh, with a dress or suits underneath yeah. uh, and that outfit you'll also wear for your lunch. After lunch, you'll change into walking clothes because everyone <laughs> goes out for a walk clothes? on the estate. <laughs> oh, so, good Lord. So okay, think six. country yeah. casual, country little Ooh, tweed maybe. Okay, okay. Uh, and then again for tea, you may Seven. change again. And then there's another change for supper <gasps> in the Eight. evening. 
Uh, and then, of course, on Boxing Day, you'll wear shooting clothes for of breakfast course. if you're for, for the men. Um, and then it goes on. So we're looking at double digits. Yeah. 10 plus it's outfit a lot. changes. It's overwhelming. <gasps> what would you, what's the size of luggage you must bring? Who cares and when it's if, being unpacked that's for true. you? <laughs> I show up with like an SUV full of <laughs> But then the question is, like, you might want options, right? Because yeah. what if, do people, do you know what the rules are around organizing yourself in terms of what the queen's wearing? Like what if you show up and you happen to be wearing the same color as the queen? Do you have to change? No, I think this okay. is... Yes, if oh. we're talking about public engagements, and mm. we've often seen uh, when we've seen Kate and uh, the Duchess of Cornwall mm-hmm. and the Queen on engagements together, of course, there's conversations between the private offices yeah. uh, who, who's wearing what. It, it, this is a family affair. So, yes, there's the formalities, there's the sort of dress code, yeah. so to speak, but everyone is probably quite laid back about it. I'd imagine when Kate was a newcomer, uh, when Meghan was attending her first Christmas, that's a panic. Yeah. The anxiety <laughs> that must go into well, packing back that to, so You mentioned these words, um, laid back, family affair, yeah. casual. Those words are never applied to royal settings. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, it's like it, this whole event fascinates me from a coverage standpoint because you think about it and you're like, what goes on? Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall? Mm. I mean, you never get to think of the royal family in these sort of just casual, intimate uh, family moments, right? Where they're opening presents and uh, sitting around a Christmas tree yeah. and having tea. I mean, uh you say casual clothes, casual uh, yeah. events. I just, it's, it's so fascinating to me to think about these high profile royals sort of acting together. In totally. This way. But it's the first time, one of the few times of the year that they're all together, uh, that there is no mm. sort of duty involved mm. with this. It's <laughs> private time. It's a time of celebration. Uh, the Queen's head of the Church of England. It's a time of prayer and of religion. And I think that this is when royals truly come together and rest, but you do follow a strict schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so once you arrive and all of your stuff has been unpacked, uh, all of the guests have to make their way over to the white drawing room mm. for about four o'clock uh, where there'll be a tea and that will be uh, a tea served with a lot of different cakes. Uh, I think five or six different <laughs> oh God, cakes. The so then you'll so have good. a Christmas cake and yeah. a Yuletide log, which, I don't, is that a US thing? Uh, yes, the yes. I don't know if log. they're as common, but I, people have Yuletide yeah. chocolate logs. So there's, and then, of course, mince pies and scones mm. and so on. And that's also a moment that the Queen likes to just take a moment with the grandkids mm. and put some extra decorations on the tree with them. Because, of course, so they're, everything's decorated. I mean, there are several yeah. trees throughout the, the big house, as they call <laughs> uh-huh. it. But the Queen will sort of like put those finishing touches on yeah. with the kids. Um, and she loves spending time with, with them. Um, of course, as I mentioned, they follow the German tradition uh which is uh, celebrating christmas on christmas eve so christmas day to the queen is a religious celebration so you sort of have mm. like the gifts and the frolics yeah, so to speak perceived. the night before um and then those presents are not big money big ticket items we're talking novelty <laughs> gifts and you've all i'm sure heard the stories about how people have brought whoopee cushions and leather toilet seats and (laughs) tea towels and it's it's really a time to sort of just have fun and mm-hmm. laugh together but those gifts are all beautifully wrapped there's a trestle long trestle table uh in this uh drawing room uh that has uh 
each family member's name on it and so you place those gifts on there so it's all is it gifts for everyone or is it kind of more of a gift swap with funny gifts uh everyone is gifting everyone oh fun okay it is sort of a gift swap you know i guess this is like royal secret santa yes (laughs) yes oh that's too fun i like the leather toilet seat a lot yes i don't i think that was a gift from princess and prince charles Stop. i should probably look that up but i'm pretty sure that's, that's the story. correct oh, me if i'm wrong guys that um, really got me <laughs> uh kate was actually spotted recently shopping uh near the king's road uh, oh. in london uh for gifts <gasps> so maybe one of those novelty gifts i'm sure oh I'm i sure. cannot wait to find out of course the kids <laughs> will get their own gifts okay. i know that harry in the past gifted uh prince george a motorized little oh. jeep that he used to drive around uh, Kensington <laughs> Palace. I think it's actually still there. Sometimes when you That's go in, really go in for meetings, or re- maybe a couple of years ago when you'd go in for meetings, that Jeep would be is all over the. Up. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's sort of outgrown it, or it doesn't work anymore. But it has sat in a, the same spot for a long oh, time. That's too funny. And of course, the Queen does famously have quite a naughty sense of humour. Harry, one year, actually gifted her a shower cap that read "Ain't life a bee." word um which of course she saw the the funny side too um but before we talk about this some of the history of sandringham and the sandringham estates uh we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to you then well what i love too is just um sandringham in general also has so much history and it's sort of this uh, elusive spot in a sense because we i really only hear about it around the holidays around christmas time so for me it's like it seems like this super jolly, cozy Christmas getaway. And just imagining being able to celebrate there must be so special. Because we were talking about it. It's a cozy, you know, in quotation marks here, uh, uh, cozy by royal standards yeah. place. It's often a, it's smaller than other sort of uh, royal palaces and stuff. And so uh, we were saying how in years past, even uh, Prince Harry had to almost stay in a place kind of like a closet you know a janitor's not far closet this room that we're in, yeah pretty much yeah about the size of this podcasting room um because there was simply no space and you know he didn't yeah. have a family yet so it's interesting too to see how similar to kind of our families you don't want to yeah. call the whole like royals are just like us but you know our families how everyone comes together for the holidays you stay in these homes where people yeah, don't fit you pull I mean, out the, you're the in a bunk times bed I've, or... yeah the amount of times I've gotten stuck in the bunk bedroom like with the other little kids uh, <laughs> and it's sort of funny because you just you feel it right it's like oh they're just all coming together for the holidays just like we do and exactly. you kind of make room and snuggle in together and laugh and, and Sandringham has a great history although it hasn't been the home of royal christmases for very long it's only in since the the great fire at windsor castle that they moved celebrations from there to sandringham and and that's sort of been the smaller place that they celebrated but the house itself has a lot of history yeah, no, what's so interesting about Sandringham is that its history sort of passed this current royal family, even past a queen, which is shocking because I feel like the queen has now had such a, a legacy. Uh, but it was purchased by Queen Victoria for £22,000 back in Bargain. 1863. What is that, like $30,000? Yeah, um, although I'm guessing it was a lot of money back then. But yeah. st- but still, you think about, uh, <laughs> yeah, a bargain. We could buy that, how much? We go in on just a little uh, country estate together, a country royal I would estate. Love that. 
but so to think that it's been around since 1863 and uh, the amount of celebrations that they've had there, uh, they've had some fires as well, and it's been personal and private residences in the past. But um, Once described as the most comfortable home in England. Uh, oh, yeah, because, get this, because <laughs> it had sort of flushing toilets, which back in the day was a huge luxury. Well, yeah, I mean, running water was running not the Running water. Norm so, you know, this is really the lap of luxury <laughs> here. <laughs> the most comfortable house, yeah. I think it's probably... I remember a, mem- a former staffer told me that some of it has seen better days now. Mm. Uh, some of the carpets are sort of like worn and a little uh, frayed and, you know, but but then that gives it its charm. The history and The too, fires the are all boring for Christmas. Yeah, that's a and- good point. We were talking about those presents exchanged earlier. Afterwards, everyone actually goes and changes probably for the fanciest night of mm. those three days that they spend at Sandringham for a black tie dinner. And so that Christmas Eve, that's when they'll have a roast turkey mm. and sort of like a big dinner and so on. And I think to change into sort of like, I think the guys wear coat t- long oh, coattails. so it's very fancy. Very yeah. fancy. That's probably the most dressed up mm-hmm. you'll be. I mean, unfortunately, there are no PJs in the morning, but the women on Boxing Day, so the day after Christmas, uh, do get to lie in a little bit and have their breakfast brought up on trays to lovely. their room. The men will have, I guess, like a hunter's breakfast. Mm. Uh, a lot of like traditional things that, <laughs> Do do not appeal to me. I have to black pudding. Have you tried black pudding? Oh, yet? I've seen black pudding. I've not eaten it yet. Yeah, it's um kippers. What are kippers? Smoked kippers. It's a type of fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. what else? Kidneys. Prince Philip loves kidneys uh, and liver. We should circle back for everyone. Black pudding is not pudding. No, it's like blood sausage. I believe it's a right? very bloody sausage yeah. it's uh, blood, dried bl- yeah. old blood yeah basically. anyway so i think we sold it for everyone delicious sounds like a great breakfast yeah. <laughs> christmas day itself though that's yeah, what when do they the eat? feast is served so they have two turkeys on the dining table one of those turkeys or two of them i believe are something like 25 stop to it 30 pounds turkeys can't even weight. grow that big can they that is insane i had a conversation with former royal chef Darren McGrady recently and he said the turkeys were often so big obviously ordered months in advance that they would almost have to take off the oven door oh, to, just get to get it get in stop. which is just unreal but yes wow. and then there's a third turkey that's cooked for the children because if you're a, oh. until you can learn how to behave you don't get to join the family at the table really you have your own Christmas celebration in the nursery. No. So all the royal nanny, so Nanny Maria Barallo, will be with George, <laughs> Charlotte, and Louis the, in the oh royal nursery gosh. where their own turkey is carved up. And they have exactly the same menu as the rest of the royal family, albeit with less spices and seasonings. So yeah. It's a little plainer. And But uh, there's a legitimate, not even a kid's table, a kid's room. Yeah, in the royal nursery. Wow. But that's because, you know, until you can behave. You, how old normally do you have to be to sit at the adult table until you can behave wow yeah. so i i guess that there will be a day there will be a day where they behave, where they behave. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun it means that the kids get to have yeah. a little more fun and relax and and... it's more laid back mm-hmm. but then whilst they're eating at this dining table on the other side of the room get this there is a separate table covered in chocolates <gasps> it is the chocolate <gasps> Tell me everything. table it's a chocolate buffet so no. to speak that 
sits in this one location for pretty much the entire day. So you can just go up there you whenever you want. You can just go and chocolate. help yourself. Stop. There are little mint thins that the queen is obsessed with. Oh. I won't. Bra- I won't name the brand. Uh, many types are available, uh, but they're there in plentiful supply. So this is like my heaven. Just yeah. to have a chocolate, unlimited chocolate table. It's a lot at of food. Disposal. It's a lot of food. That's the I greatest think- thing I've heard so far about Royal Christmas. <laughs> Princess Diana once said that there's so much food served that you really have to pace yourself because <laughs> it's a good problem. And, and you and, and the the good thing is everyone helps themselves, mm. so it's not. Although there's, it's sort of silver service. So the potatoes are brought around and you help yourself oh, okay. in that dish. Yes, so yes. you can kind of be clever and take like half a, the, the smallest potato. So I can save few, all my room for chocolate is Exactly. What you're okay, so you good, can choose good. where you're going to be eating because of course you don't want to leave a full plate yes. behind. <gasps> Oh. But the, sh- the head chef will come in and he'll carve that turkey for everyone. And cool. I think the queen will give him a glass of whiskey once he's carved all three turkeys. Really? He does. And then they all toast to Christmas together. Oh, that's really sweet. But it's, again, this is sort of like a time for, yeah. I guess, like dropping the protocol. A just little, a, little a little bit. bit yeah. 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 As much as you can drop protocol and still be a royal. I uh, guess. Speaking of royal residences, you've had your own. I did. Treat I this had week. a little adventure this <laughs> week. This was such a treat. So we got to go up to uh, Beaver Castle. It's about a three hour drive just north of London. And uh, this castle, it, it's sort of, as we've talked about, uh, England has no shortage of royal palaces and castles. But what's great about Beaver Castle is that it's probably um, the castle that every American has seen the most, but they don't even know it because this is the castle behind all of these iconic film and TV shoots, like the crown, most of it filmed at Love this that. at this at this uh, Beaver Castle. Uh, Young Queen Victoria, the movie filmed there. Tons of TV shows and movies have all been filmed at this castle. It's kind of um, insiders in the industry call it like TV's Windsor because it looks so much like Windsor Castle if you film it from certain angles oh, wow. or even Buckingham Palace from inside. Uh, so we got uh, the Duchess of, the Duchess of Rutland who actually lives there full time. The castle is her Lovely. home which is amazing and she was very sweet. She goes, I just still feel so lucky that I get to live here and wake up here every morning and so it's not lost on her that she lives yeah. in a castle <laughs> uh, but she was great and she gave us this big tour because get this uh they're opening up their doors for the first time ever so if you uh go on airbnb uh, you can try to rent a room Wait, so this is a castle, castle on airbnb it is yeah yeah the one room the king suite though okay, the king suite they're opening up um, not shabby at all i i sat on the bed and it is insanely <laughs> comfortable it was like i was very happy you say sat i saw a picture okay of you maybe i flopped i flopped on, on the, the bed, bed. <laughs> You brought a change secrets. of clothes. Well, I mean, I had to just experience it so I could report on it authentically. Of course. So I did change into my Christmas PJs life. and did like, you know, a face plant onto the bed. Um, it's insanely comfortable. They're renting it out on New Year's Eve and two nights in January. All the proceeds go to charity for the local community there. Oh, that's uh, so it's a really cool, uh, cool chance for people because what's fun is that not only is there so much history there, this castle uh, was built, you know, a couple centuries ago, the fourth iteration. So there's been a castle on this property for, for centuries like a thousand years um the most recent one is 
really fresh, really new, built in the early 1800s, you know, okay. with all those things. <laughs> last week. And uh, so a lot of the furniture there is century old. The carpets are still centuries old, the portraits. Um, and as you're walking down the hallways, you'll, you'll look around all of a sudden you're like, oh, I recognize this. This is where like Olivia Coleman just walked as the queen in, in oh, the crown. Amazing. And of course you can go back and I watched the trailer for the third season of the crown and you can walk down the same hallways that they do in the movie, in the TV show and see the same rooms, the same bedrooms and the bed from the bedroom in young queen victoria is actually the same bed they left it there after the film crew came uh, so there's definitely so much sort of new tv history also mixed with you know actual real yeah. royal centuries old history uh, that it makes for a really fun day what a great place to go especially at this time of year as well oh because was if, it all decorated i mean there were fires in every fireplace so every room you walked into you'd hear that crinkle like in the background that was so cozy and everything was decorated I think this year they counted they had more than 20 trees which she said was actually fewer than in years past in years past they've had like 60 but this year they went for some bigger trees instead of smaller so ones just so just 20. 20 but they were easily like 20 feet tall some of these Christmas trees inside the, the castle it was really incredible so, amazing how many yeah. trees do you have oh just just um just like 30 or 40 this year you know very <laughs> Just about managed one. I, I didn't even get one this year, which I'm. I ordered plants, as I was telling you. Those, yeah. like, I decorated a plant. Okay, with that's, that's that was not my bad. attempt. It, for those that, that haven't listened to the show before, Maggie is somewhat new. To I the, know. I mean, I'm, like it feels I'm like three you've months been in. here for yeah, a very long you. time. <laughs> I mean, in this time that you've been here, you've been on a number of royal tours. You've been on all the royal engagements. You've got into spend time <laughs> with, with William and Kate it's been quite an yeah, experience it's been quite a wild ride for sure which makes me really excited for sort of my first royal Christmas this year Definitely. as well and next yeah. year is going to be busy too yeah expect royal announcements over the holidays which I think is a slight break away from tradition yeah. there was a briefing at Kensington Palace uh, just this week uh, where they gave us a number of sort of I guess new new announcements that will be coming out over the holiday period and I guess that's a smart decision it's a mm. quiet time of the year it's a great time to announce things uh, we will be hearing about a new initiative from Prince William and some other news as well next year of course is a big one for Kate she's going to be really focused on her early years development that's been something that she's been involved in for a long time now but I think we're going to see it for anyone that's followed it it's been quite bitty you know it's been sort of lots of different areas within that space and apparently 2020 is a year that it's all tied together so yeah a busy year for them we'll also see the Sussexes back in action because they've been away for a little while <laughs> if you hadn't yeah, noticed if you hadn't noticed hello <laughs> I was commenting how it's actually been very quiet for them I think people have really respected sort of this time away and hopefully they've felt that way and felt like it's been a chance to recharge and yeah. um, I'm excited for 2020 excited for these new initiatives from uh, William and Kate and excited to get the Sussexes back as well it's going to be a big year exactly hopefully we see those Cambridge kids on Christmas Day I it would know be nice. but if we don't selfishly I mean <laughs> I understand their kids and we want them to enjoy Christmas Day as well but you know they're just so dang cute exactly well if we don't see them then there will be new photos so look yes, forward okay. to those and guys this is our last episode of the year oh my gosh goodbye 2019 what a year <laughs> we'll be taking a break next week uh, but we'll be back in the new year with a look yeah. at the year ahead 
and a lot, lot more. Maggie, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for my introduction to royal culture. You've been uh, a (laughs) huge help. As everyone knows, Omen knows everything uh, when it comes to young Uh, royals. I don't. You know what? When people say the word royal expert, it actually really rubs (laughs) me up the wrong way because I claim to be nothing of the kind. (laughs) I've certainly been around for a few years now. Um, I've been covering the royals since William and Kate got engaged. Yeah. I've certainly had my fair share of experiences, but I think to be a royal expert... I would say you've been around the young royals. Yes. And you've been very generous in showing me the way. So thank you for a wonderful (laughs) 2019 and excited for next year. Thank you. And thanks to you guys as well. Uh, I love seeing all the reviews coming in on iTunes. It actually makes a huge difference when you leave one. So do send a few words over I'd love to hear what you think of the show and what you want to hear more of in 2020 as well uh, feel free to tweet me at scoby use hashtag the airpod Maggie where can we find you you can find me at Maggie Ruley love that G-G-I-E-R-U-L-L-I. nice and simple <laughs> alright guys well have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and we'll see you next time bye guys <laughs>